Hey everyone, Candace Eisner back with you again this week and I wanted to talk to you again about holiday marketing since hey, that's a relevant topic every year around this time. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Hey guys, happy mid-November. So since we're at that time of year, just like I said in the intro, it is time to talk about holiday marketing or at least give some serious thought to it. Now, if you're on my newsletter list, you may have gotten a newsletter about this topic. Um, And on the podcast, I never just simply read the newsletter. You know, I kind of did that a little bit when I first started the podcast, but this day, no, I I don't do that anymore. So uh, I'm just going to cover some little bit different things than I covered in the newsletter. So uh, hopefully this is useful to you guys. As always, you know, I I mention this in every podcast, but seriously, if you have uh, questions or comments or ideas about uh, holiday marketing or about any of the topics that I talk about, feel free to reach out to me. I am more than happy to talk to you guys. I I like connecting with you guys, actually, because that's what marketing's all about, is connecting. So let's talk a little bit about holiday marketing this week. So, of course, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, if you've been reading the emails I send out or really, if you just have any exposure to marketing in general, you know that it's important year round for your business, for your practice, for getting new clients, as well as cultivating relationships with your previous clients, you know, because actually that's something that I've already talked about recently in another podcast episode, but it's not just about getting new business. In fact, I would actually say that cultivating relationships with your pre-existing clients is more important than getting new business. Now, I'm, I'm not saying it's not important to bring in new clients. It is. But, you know, the clients you have are far more, far more likely to rebook with you, to buy gift cards, to recommend you to their friends and family. So cultivating those relationships is even more important than getting new people. Actually, just as an aside here, um, I'm on Paul Jarvis's um, pjrvs.com if you want to check out his stuff. I'm on his email list and uh, he sent out a very timely newsletter this week. It was... I think he called it "Don't be the hot tub guy." I really, I really enjoyed the the newsletter. By the way, um, you know, if somebody who knows Paul is listening, um, yeah. So basically, the idea was, um, he, you know, I'll tell you very, very briefly. He he tells it way better than I do in his newsletter. But basically, he bought a hot tub years ago after doing tons of research, and he was really excited about it. And the guy who sold it to him was super, super engaged and interested and wanted to talk to him and yada, yada, until he actually bought the hot tub. And then all of a sudden, the customer service was kind of tossed out the window, and it was almost like the guy forgot that he'd sold him the hot tub and forgot that, hey, over the life of the hot tub, Paul and his family are going to need to buy stuff for the hot tub, like the chemicals to make sure that the water doesn't turn a disgusting shade of green, you know? So why am I mentioning that to you guys? Well, hopefully it's obvious, but the idea here is that You know, it's not just about uh, cultivating relationships with new clients and always trying to find new business. If you continue to give great service and great attention to the clients that you already have, that is going to be a huge 
thing for your business. It's really going to help you out. And so that's why at this time of year, I recommend you don't simply let your marketing slip because I know what happens to a lot of small business people, whether you are registered massage therapist like most of you listening, or you are working in some other health and wellness business, or you are selling t-shirts, or you are a, a, um, a cook, you do meal services, or whatever, whatever it is you do. Um, I know it is tempting at this time of year where you tend to get busier because it's the holidays and... Uh, people are more likely to come in and they're more likely to buy gift certificates and all of that stuff. Like it's easy for you to easier for most of you to make sales if you want to think of it as sales this time of year. It's more it's easier for you to get people booked into your schedule. It's really flowing. It's a busy time of year. And so the temptation is to let your marketing go and just kind of ignore that aspect because you don't you don't need to work on it right now, right? Everything's everything's busy. So why would you worry about that? Well, the thing is, there's two reasons why you would want to be thinking about that. The first is that it's exactly the wrong idea to think that because you're busy, you don't need to worry about it. You know, think about it. Retail stores, do you see them pulling back on their social media posts and their ads and their daily sales emails and all that stuff that you see them doing just because it's the holidays? Well, no, actually, they tend to increase that stuff this time of year. And that's because you need to keep cultivating those relationships no matter what is going on. And that's doubly so when you're busy, you know, because people will think of your service first when they need something of that sort, rather than going, you know, oh, well, you know, I could get a gift certificate at a spa for a massage. They'll go, well, no, yeah, I saw this awesome massage therapist like six months ago. Yeah, I think I think I'll go get a gift card for my for my best friend from her. She was great. That's the reason why you need to keep up the marketing this time of year. You know, so that's the that's the first thing is like if you if you keep doing it, if you keep pushing on your marketing, keep getting it done, you will actually make more sales. And again, I'm I'm talking in like business terms here, but if you want to think of it as more bookings or more people buying gift cards, like think of it in terms that work for you, okay? Don't don't worry about the sales uh, language, but ultimately that's really what it is. Is like you're making more income because you are continuing to make sure that those um, marketing emails, those blog posts, those social media posts, whatever, continue to go out regardless of the fact that you're busy, so that you can get even more people coming through your door, even more people buying gift cards, even more people booking into your calendar. You know. And the other benefit of it is not only that you're going to get more sales, but the second big thing is that you're continuing to cultivate those relationships with those clients so that when it comes to January and things are quieter, if somebody needs something, they're going to think of you, okay? And they're going to be like, yeah, you know, my shoulders are damn sore from all of that uh, all that dancing I did on New Year's Eve, man, I, you know, I think I'm going to book a massage, you know, for that or whatever it might be. I just made that up off the top of my head, clearly, because it wasn't that well thought out. But you guys get the idea. So marketing's not just about bringing new clients in. It's about a whole other thing. It's really about cultivating relationships. And I have said that in a previous podcast episode. But that's really what I want to emphasize with this holiday marketing episode really is just to say to you guys, hey, don't let it go just because you're busy. Keep working on it and you will you will find it's really rewarding for you. So 
what I want to do for today is just give you some ideas to riff off of for what you could do for holiday promotions or posts on social media, whatever you, you feel comfortable with. What I say should work for anyone working as a registered massage therapist in Canada. Maybe you might have to modify it slightly for your own comfort level. Um, but before I sort of give you some more ideas, those of you who are either working in a different profession or you're working in a different country, just make sure that nothing I've suggested goes against any sort of like bylaws or regulations or policies that you have to follow in, in your area. So... Like, for example, if you, there is a strict rule that you're not allowed to have discounts, then obviously you couldn't do something that involves discounts, right? I don't think discounts are a good idea anyway, and we'll get to that in a minute. So here's some ideas for you guys just to kind of riff off of get some ideas on what you could do for promotions during this awesome holiday season where it will really help you build your business. So number one is... You could hold a contest on social media and give the winner a small prize. Like you probably see those all the time, right? If you use social media in any form, you probably see people uh, running little contests where like you'll win a gift basket and all you need to do is just um, post, like reply to the post, share it on your own feed and, you know, maybe uh, say something like what your favorite color is or something like that. You see those all the time. So you could do something like that. You know, you could give the winner a small prize, like a gift card, um, a free treatment, um, whatever you feel comfortable with, whatever seems to fit for you and what you do at your clinic or your practice. Okay. Um, it could be something directly related to your business. So it could be like share your best healthy eating tips for the holidays and we'll choose a winner uh, at random or we'll choose our favorite tip and that person will get the prize. Or it could be completely unrelated and just super fun, like a photo contest for who has the ugliest Christmas sweater or a photo contest for whose baby is wearing the most adorable uh, elf suit or like whatever, it could be anything. As long as you think that the clients you're trying to reach, so those clients that you already have plus some new ones, would be interested in it, would think it's funny or fun or want to participate, then that that's fair game, you know, go for it. Another idea is if you have a local charity that is close to your heart or you would just like to support, it could be anything. You know, it could be a food bank. It could be a women's shelter. It could be uh, a toy drive for children in need. It could be helping Syrian refugees. It could be anything at all, any kind of charity at all that is that means something to you. My suggestion is you do a holiday drive, like either a money drive or a gift drive, or again, it depends on what you're looking at. So you could do like a food drive or you could do a toy drive if it's if it's to give toys to a children's charity, that kind of thing, and encourage your clients to participate. All you need to do basically is just get it set up and then send out a message to folks, letting them know that you're participating and how they can participate too. And chances are good that people want to participate. It's just a very nice thing to do at any time of year, but especially during the holidays people tend to be more even more thinking about giving and helping and all that kind of stuff so not only will you be helping people in need which is like that's a huge gift in and of itself right but you'll be building positive relationships with your community and you'll be giving your clients an opportunity to give as well and it's it's bonding for you and your client you know you can talk about the charity and how it's an important cause so so even though this isn't you know sort of like direct marketing where people will receive something that has to do with your business it's just a nice way to build relationships with the community and with and with each other with your clients and yourselves so it, it's a it's a really great idea if it's something that you would feel comfortable doing 
Another idea is you could partner with a local business to do some sort of promotion. Now there's all kinds of things that you could do here. And one example you could do is you could sell a gift basket Say um, your neighbor is a cafe, okay? And you like, you go there every day to get a coffee. Like they know you and you know them because maybe they've come to you for a few treatments or maybe they haven't, but you guys like talk all the time and you've really gotten to know each other. So what you could do is you could sell a gift basket of coffee and a massage or whatever it is you do, like a, a personal training session or whatever. Obviously there's logistics you'd have to work out. Like, you know, who's gonna get, what percentage of the sale and da da da. And obviously you guys would have to talk that stuff out, but it's a really great idea if you do have another business you're close to, like the example I just gave. Another way you could do this to partner with a local business, if you don't feel comfortable putting together like a gift basket or like a physical thing that's being sold, if that that just makes you nervous or, you know, they're not so sure about it, well, you could just promote each other. That's that's a really simple thing. And again, you could do that any time of year, but the holidays is just a particularly nice time of year to do it. You know, so you could have their business cards or samples or something, whatever makes sense, depending on what they do um, at your office. And you could leave your cards or brochures or flyers or a poster or whatever at their business so people see it there so it's it's cross advertising it's um allowing them to say oh yeah yeah she's the massage therapist next door she's awesome you should go see her and you know similarly you can say like oh my god their coffee next door uh, could not make it through the day without a cup you need to check them out and that it just helps you know it's a nice way to build community it's a nice way to support other local businesses and that does help you uh, increase your bottom line to get more more money. So another thing that might be obvious to you guys, but sometimes we tend to forget it at this time of year because we are so busy is don't forget your gift certificates. You know, you can promote them this time of year. There is no reason to be shy about that whatsoever. Um, you can even offer a bit of a deal with the gift certificate to make it more alluring for someone to buy one. Now, I mentioned earlier about discounts and how I don't feel good about them. And the reason why is this. If you tend to, um, if you frequent a business where there are often discounts, will you ever buy the product at full price? The answer is probably no. Um, I'll give you, I'll give you a really obvious example, the gap. If any of you have ever shopped at The Gap, you know that pretty much constantly they have sales. If they don't have a sale in the store, I tell you, get on their email list because they have a sale like pretty much every day, 40% off, 50% off, whatever. Here's the code to bring to the cashier. You will never have to pay full price for their clothes. Now, of course, that's part of their business model. I won't get into that, but like they, they planned it that way. But the thing is, it makes you think, well, with the gap, I never have to pay full price. So when I see the price is $90 and I don't see that I don't have a coupon code with me, well, I'm just going to walk out and find a coupon code and come back some other day to buy it or not. Right. So think about that with your own business. If you sometimes do discounts, what that ends up doing is giving people that same mindset that um, they shouldn't have to pay full price for your services because they can get it for a discount and they'll just wait till the next time you have a discount deal. Even if you say, I only do this once a year on Black Friday or I only do this once a year on Canada Day or whatever, some people will literally only come to you for that deal. Now, I mean, there's pluses and minuses of that because I guess if if they wouldn't come to you at all, then you know maybe it's okay to get them at the discount price versus none. But overall, I just don't recommend discounting your services. 
because that kind of says that you're not worth your full price. That kind of gives out that message, even if that's not what you're intending. So instead, what I recommend is run a short time promotion that offers a little bit something extra on top of the regular price of your service. So this is very different. So you're, they're paying the full price for the massage, the personal training session, whatever, but you're giving them an extra 15 minutes on their treatment. So for example, you could say for anyone who books during the limited time, so that is say the week of December 18th, if you book an appointment anywhere from Monday to Friday, from December 18th till December, whatever the next, the Friday is, I'm not going to look it up right now. Um, if you book during that week, you will get an extra for January. So if you book for January during that week, you will get an extra 15 minutes on your treatment time uh, on me. You won't have to pay for those 15 minutes. I bet you some people will take you up on that offer and you will get people booked into your schedule for January. And that's a really good bonus because January can be a slower month because it's after the holidays. People spent a lot of money. They're feeling, you know, kind of like a little bit like they could use the massage because they're feeling a little bit post holiday stress. But, you know, there's a lot of work to do. Da 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 da. You know, most most of you know, unless you work at a gym where January is one of the busiest months of the year. Um, January tends to be a little bit slower if you work as a, uh, a non-OHIP or non-health, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like provincial health plan uh, covered profession. So if you're a physiotherapist, a massage therapist, a chiropractor, any of that kind of thing, January tends to be a little slower than December. So bonus, right? You would get people booking pre-booking for January because you're running this very short time deal. Um, another thing you could do if you don't feel comfortable giving a little bit extra treatment time is you could offer people a small gift. So nothing nothing exorbitant. Um, it could be something relating to your practice, like um, a bag of Epsom salts or a small TheraBand or one of those little spiky massage balls that I super love. <laughs> Any of that kind of thing, if it fits. Or it could be something else, like a $15 gift card to... Tim Hortons or something like that, right? So it all depends on what your comfort level is. But uh, yeah, that is another way to um, to get people to pre-book for January or to get people to buy gift certificates. You say you packaged up the, the extra thing, like a TheraBand plus the gift certificate, that kind of thing. Um, so that's just another way to sort of promote those for sale a little bit differently than you might the rest of the year. Another thing you can do is you can have a party. Who doesn't like a party? Well, some people don't like parties, but a lot of people like parties. You could have a thank you party for your clients. Now, you know, uh, you could have hot chocolate, cookies, candy canes, you know, you could decorate the office, whatever you want to do. Um, now, if that feels like too much work for this time of year, or if it feels like something not very many people would attend because they already have a million other events they've been invited to, um, what you could do instead, you could just have like, client appreciation day or client appreciation week and make sure you mention this to people that like it's coming up don't just like sort of have it out of the blue like mention to people that like next Tuesday to Thursday is client appreciation week and when you know let them know that when they come in for their treatment or if they book for a treatment during that time um, they will get you know whatever they'll get hot chocolate after their treatment or they'll get candy or they'll get a free gift card you know for ten dollars to Tim Hortons or whatever it is you want to do this is completely up to you you know you can do whatever you want but the idea of having the client appreciation day or week whatever it's going to be is 
simply just it's again it's relationship building with people it's giving back it's saying you know thank you for supporting my business over the last year um especially coming in this week you know here's here's a little token of my appreciation i hope to see you in the new year da 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 those are great things to do people like that kind of stuff and it's memorable for people like hey you know i had yeah, last time i was at massage therapist's office i had this delicious hot chocolate so just just kind of a nice little thing you know Here's a fun one for you. I just thought of this this morning. Uh, Don't ask me why, because I'm not even a big Christmas song person, but you could do a set of 12 days of Christmas posts for social media. This, you could have a lot of fun with this. If you have a bit of a sense of humor or you have people in your office who are like that, oh boy, you guys could have a ton of fun with this. You could do it as videos or little graphics. Um, Canva, I always recommend that to you guys um, as a way to easily create social media graphics. Or you could even just do, you know, text with a picture like you would normally do any kind of like Facebook or Instagram post uh, any of that works basically it's just a way to have fun with people and engage them without directly trying to sell them something okay so uh, for example uh, you so here's some examples of like your 12 things you know and like these are a little maybe a little bit boring but you could totally come up with more fun ones as long as it relates somehow to your office and allows you to talk a little bit about what it is that you do it's a really fun idea. So for example, like a gift certificate for a massage or five TheraBands or 10 heating pans, pa- uh, pads, sorry, or um, three acupuncture needles, like whatever it is, something that relates to your to your practice. Um, and you can, um, you can sing the carol and you can just have fun with it. So yeah, I, I, I recommend doing this if you're a little bit sort of a goofy personality or you, you think this would be fun, you think your clients would have a good laugh. Um, yeah, and it, I, like I said, it's also a great way to introduce people to services they may not even have realized you do. Like say you're acupuncture trained and like most clients didn't even know you did that. There you go. There's one way to mention it as one of the days give, you know, say you got acupuncture treatments or whatever. So... And the last one I'll mention might be obvious to some of you, but it might be something you've kind of written off and going like, ah, nobody cares about that, but send out Christmas cards. Like seriously, when you open your mailbox these days, and I mean the physical one, I don't mean the one that's on the computer that, you know, dings every time you receive a new email. Now get them out the real letterbox there outside your house or like the slot or, you know, the community mailbox, wherever it is you go get your physical mail. How often do you get something that's fun? Probably not very often. Probably most of the time. I would say probably. So I live in Metro Toronto. I live in um, like, I don't live in the downtown core, but I live, I live in the core. I live, I live where the area that's actually called Toronto and not called some other suburb. Technically, I'm very near the border with Etobicoke, but I'm still in Toronto itself. So my mail, I would say is 80 to 90% advertising. Now there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I mean, after all, I'm talking about marketing on this podcast episode. There's nothing wrong with advertising. But, you know, to me, most of it's not exciting and not something that I would buy anyway. Like it's advertising stuff for kids, which I don't have children. I love kids, but I don't have children. Um, Or it's advertising um, like greasy, meaty pizza. I'm vegan, so that's not really my thing. Or it's advertising some big sale at a furniture store. Well, we don't need anything right now, et cetera, et cetera. You guys get the point. I'm sure you guys get the same kind of stuff. And 95% of that stuff doesn't interest you either. But when I get a card or when I get a letter from somebody who I care about, 
that stuff really is meaningful. I really love to get that. So imagine, and I get, I get Christmas cards from my dentist's office and probably other offices I'm not even thinking of right now. My dentist's office for sure sends out one every year just saying, thank you for your patronage and I'll see you next year. So you guys could do exactly the same thing. I recommend it actually. Now, if you have a really large client database, like maybe it's a bunch of people who've only seen you once and then, you know, some people who see you more regularly and you're like, oh God, like, I don't think I can write that many cards, even if I had them all printed at some cheap print shop. Okay, well, you know, don't don't like blow the budget on this. Maybe just send it to your most um, your most regular clients, like the say the twenty to fifty, depending on how you feel about it. Clients who see you the most often throughout the year, um, something like that. You know, so don't you don't have to blow the budget on this one, but yeah, just. I think about think about sending a cute little holiday card if if Christmas is not your thing then send holiday if holiday seems silly to you then you could send a New Year's greeting you know at pretty much anybody could would accept a New Year's greeting just saying you know uh, thank you for your support over last year like I said you know I hope to see you in the new year and I hope the ne- the new year brings wonderful things your way that kind of thing so so there you have it guys those are some ideas for you to riff off of so what you could do for your holiday holiday marketing and your holiday your, your sorry your marketing any time of year it doesn't have to be just the holidays it's just the holidays is the time where I really recommend you kind of push it a little bit more try to do a little bit more because you know making building and making those relationships with people is just really really valuable and you're going to find that that is going to help your business so much and it's going to help you feel a lot better about your business too you know when you've got these lovely clients who you're seeing every day different people but they're all lovely (laughs) that you've built wonderful relationships with yeah that just makes your job so much nicer right so yeah all right until next time i will uh be over here thinking of more marketing and uh, podcast episode ideas for you guys. Actually, I have two more for the year. I won't tell you what the topics are because I'll make it a surprise for the next two weeks. And then I'll be on a little hiatus until January. So yeah, we've got two more episodes. And uh, yeah, as always, I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm going to say it again now. If you guys need anything from me, you've got, you know, just questions for me about marketing yourselves, your private practice as a massage therapist or anybody in health and wellness or fitness, feel free to shoot me an email, Candice, C-A-N-D-I-C-E at Nixie, N-Y-X-I-E dot C-A, or just find me on social media. You can get links to all my stuff if you just go to happylittlebiz.com. All right, I'll see you next week. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening into this week's podcast episode. I really do appreciate your time. If you're new to the podcast, hey, let me introduce myself. My name is Candace Eisner, and I am a former registered massage therapist in the province of Ontario. I like to say retired registered massage therapist, actually, because it sounds a little bit more fun. Hey, Freedom 35. But let's be real here for a second. I'm not actually retired. I am retired from the profession of massage therapy, but what I'm doing these days is I am helping those who work in healthcare or fitness or wellness build practices and businesses that really align with who they are and what they want out of life. That is really my big mission. That is important to me. So if you head on over to happylittlebiz.com, you can read a little bit more about who I am and what I'm about and read some of my free articles that I have available. You can also keep listening to this weekly podcast. I'd love it if you did that. And actually speaking about that, if you do enjoy the podcast, if you find it helpful, 
I would be so appreciative if you would share this episode or share another episode with friends or relatives or other people you know who work in health and wellness and fitness so that we can have more people listening to the podcast. And the more people that listen, the more topic ideas or requests I get, the better the podcast is. It works out well for all of us. So you can just share this on social media. You can share it by email, wherever you like you want to go. Um, if you need a link, head on over to happylittlebiz.com. You can get a link to my podcast episodes there, or you can just link people to Happy Little Biz. That would be great too. So thanks again. I really do appreciate it. This is it for this week's podcast, and I will see you back here next week.